twohomos.com. It's not a porn site. We just like the name. So this is attractive. I'm sitting here podcasting naked today, not because I think that I'm so sexy that I just want to keep Roxanne turned on for the next 10 minutes. It, I, th- I thought you were going to show me that uh, that you got yourself waxed like I did that day. No, no, I, that's not it either. It's just hot as blazes in here. So I'm sitting here with, I was going to wear my robe, my attractive, sexy, lesbian robe, but with stains on it and coffee spills. But then I decided to... Okay, you just made that sound really gross because you're saying, you know, with stains on it. First you start off, I'm naked, and then you're talking about your robe with stains. What stains? I was at Weight Watchers. What the hell stains do you have on your robe? Did some guy come over and jizz all over your robe? Because if that's the case, I'm not washing that robe because I don't want to be touching male sperm. You know, if, if gay men and straight women want to touch male sperm, God bless you. Lesbians, we don't. We don't like to do that. At least this lesbian doesn't. Maybe there's a straight lesbian. I guess, you know what? I wouldn't mind touching sperm if I was going to be putting it in me to get pregnant. And that's about it. Other than that, I don't want to touch sperm. I'm just saying because I thought it was important in, you know, just the whole concept of full disclosure. I thought it was important for me to note. It's hot as blazes, the middle of summer. I took off my robe. So anyway, you had something you wanted to talk about today? Yeah, I'm like blinking right now. Well, we, we haven't done this in a while where a listener needed to have our help. Usually I'll just act, answer the uh, messages direct via email and, and do this sort of thing. But I thought that this is something that other people can relate to. And maybe we can help other people in addition to helping Vicki. And that's the lady that wrote this uh, email. And Vicki's from Culver City. So I'm assuming Culver City, California, unless there's a Culver City somewhere else. There probably is. I was probably a Culver City in Canada. But uh, Vicki, we don't have our usual Julie today. No, um, Vicki didn't say we needed to hide her name. If we, if we hide the names, I like the name Julie. I don't know a Julie, but it pops in my head naturally. But it is Vicki from Culver City. Maybe Canada. Fuck it. We'll just say it's a Canadian Vicki. I don't know. So Vicki from Culver City, Canada. And if there's not a Culver City in Canada, don't don't give us crap. If it's another state, oh well. Maybe and, there's one in France. I don't think so. Anyway, so Vicki, it was, it's a very good question. And I'm going to just kind of like sum it up instead of read this this long email. Uh, Vicky's been with her girlfriend. She says, shoot, what the heck? See, that's okay. So she's been with her girlfriend for a year and a half and she's 23. Oh, so that's a long-term lesbian relationship. For a 23-year-old, you bet it is. And she says that uh, she has a very nice, supportive group of friends and it's been a very positive year and a half. However, she's starting to feel a little bit selfish because some of her friends that weren't dating are dating people now and she doesn't really care for the girlfriends. And like, well, you know, then I'm thinking, so I'm, you know, just, you know, scrolling down to the email, you know, as quickly as I could to figure out, well, what the hell did they do? I mean, are they crack horse? I mean, I don't understand. More than one? She's got, so she's got more than one girlfriend is coupled up now all of a sudden. Yeah. Some of oh. her friends are no longer single because usually probably what ends up happening is when you have a breakup, the lesbian breakup, it's like dominoes. Like there's a whole bunch of friends that break up. No, you know what that's like? That's like musical chairs. So like everybody gets up, they switch partners because, you know, lesbians, you know, interbreed within their own community. Oh, that sounds so gross, interbreeding. Okay, that's the wrong word, but you Michelle know. Michelle Bachman's going to be using that. And then they're interbreeding. But anyway, so musical chairs, and then one person's left out, and that's the single girl in the group. So one girl in your group is always single. It's not that way. At least, no, it's, it's, when I was younger, I remember that one of my friends, Michelle and Irene broke up, then Cheryl and I broke up, and then someone else broke up, and it was like four different couples that broke up, and nobody dated each other's ex-girlfriends or anything like that. We didn't interbreed. Do you see that, though, that, like, you know, lesbian couples break up in, like, it's true, Domino's is right, because it's usually, like, there's not just one random breakup, it's usually, like, all these people break up all at the same time. Isn't that weird? Yeah, they're like, see, now I'm going to use that that Julie. 
you know, Julie, you know, got rid of Tammy because she's a bitch. Maybe my, my woman's not worth it. I'm going to dump her ass too. Fuck it. Julie had the right idea. Right. It exactly. Like that. See? But it wasn't, but I mean, I don't know if she didn't specify how her friends got together or how it was set up or if it's been a long process, but she says that what she's noticed is that, you know, one of her friends, she didn't go into the details of everybody, but one friend, you know, used to uh, hang out with her and do different things, can make decisions on her own. But then instead of being an I, it ends up being a we and it's us and they've been dating for a short time period. See, that's what happens with lesbians when they get in a relationship. All of a sudden there's one brain, one lesbian brain. Not two individual people, but they get one lesbian brain. Yeah, and that's, I'm like reading this going, you know, okay. But then then she goes into the person that they, you know, her friend got together with is fucking crazy. Well, whose girlfriend isn't crazy? Well, no, no, I mean, it's, it's one thing like if I'm dating you and you're dating me, and I'm crazy, you know, my neuroses, and I know your neuroses and that sort of thing, but we usually don't vomit that up on our friends. At least we try not to. You know, the, the crazy things, we're not going to be like, oh, we have to eat here no matter what. I mean, I bet on Weight Watchers, and we can eat anywhere we want to. And I'm not going to put that on someone else. I just order what I want. But I'm not going to make my, you know, trying to be healthy and Yeah, let me tell you something, young ladies. And, okay, yeah. look, ladies, I can go to Smokehouse Restaurant, which I'm not very fond of to begin with. I don't eat red meat. I can always find something, even if it's a boiled piece of chicken. But see, that's but that's where it's like a healthy relationship. See? But Vicky's, you know, friend isn't like that, you know? And she says that, you know, they used to like to go out and eat, and this is something I would never eat, kind of like how you don't like the smokehouse, which are steak restaurants. I don't like sushi. Virginia loves sushi. Love sushi. And I guess Vicky had a, a sushi buddy friend that she'd go out and have, you know, lunch or dinner or whatever. And now that the sushi buddy friend is dating a vegan... Now the friend's not eating any sort of meats at all. No sushi, no nothing. I mean, I guess you could get a rice roll and just, you know, no, just put some seaweed and wrap it in rice and eat it. But a friend won't do that because the new girlfriend doesn't like that and doesn't want to kiss someone that eats meat. And I'm thinking, well, you're fucking eating my pussy. Why can't you fucking eat meat? I mean, hello. This is, I mean, you know, straight guys have called it fish for years. Well, I think pussy. She's eating my fucking fish. Well, she can eat some real, real fucking meat. Let me ask you a question. You know, you brought up a really interesting, you know, quandary there. Is eating pussy, I mean, if you eat pussy, are you still a vegan? That's a good question. Well, it's flesh. I mean, you know, you're not biting it. I mean, maybe maybe someone's into, you know, you know, pulling a, the labia majora and or the labia minora and then like pulling it with their teeth a little bit. That's well, kind of eating. I, mean, I don't you know. know. Who, who knows what people are into? Not to get off on a tangent. I just want people to think about that. If you're a vegan, is eating pussy, you know, not being vegan? I don't know. Just, yeah. just asking. Anyway. So. And then she says that like, you know, they used to go out and do things and her friend used to be very uh, reliable. And now the friend is like a total flake. You know, it's Miss Miss Flake. Well, and I and, and she's thinking that she's Miss Flake because of the new girlfriend. Well, I think it's because there's one lesbian brain. They be, it melds into one brain. You can't do anything, you know, kind of can't do anything without the other one. You just like, you know, oh, I can't make a decision and I t- until I... T- what's the girlfriend's name? She didn't specify. Julie. Okay, so I can't, you know, Vicky says I can't do anything until I talk to Julie. Well, no, Vicky's the one that's having the problem. Vicky is is, oh. is asking for information. Oh, okay. And we can say Vicky's friend is Julie. Oh, okay. So Julie and Julie's girlfriend. So Julie says, oh, I can't until I ask, you know, Miss Spouse, whoever she is. I don't fucking know. I mean, she doesn't eat meat, so I, I don't see anything with that. But I would be irritated, I think, at my friend. 
you know, that, you know, that she can't make a decision because, you know, with you and I, I mean, if you wanted to go uh, cycling that day, you go cycling on Saturdays. Have a good day. Love you. Bye. Well, I know. And then I'll go spend money and watch a play or musical or see a movie. Well, in the past, I know I've had friends who, you know, you know, I see them all the time. You know, we talk all the time. But as soon as they get into a relationship, yeah, they're gone. You never see them. And, you know, I understand new sex. And, you know, I'm good with like, okay, for a few weeks, you're going to be buried in a vagina. I'm good with that. No problem. Don't call me. Don't text me. No problem. But, you know, after a while, you got to come out for air, don't you? You know what? I'm going back to Vicky again because my mind's all over the place. I'm going back to her, her uh, girlfriend. What did we call the girlfriend? We didn't. Oh yeah, to her, her future ex-girlfriend. We'll say that because Julie's not going to be with this woman for long. At least that's what I'm assuming. But I think that the future ex-girlfriend of Julie isn't eating her out. She's just finger banging her and wearing a fucking strap on. So maybe she's still a vegan. How do you know? I'm just assuming if she's a vegan, maybe she doesn't eat pussy. I have well, no idea. Anyway, so... So maybe so, she's finger banging and, and strapping on. I just had to throw it out there because my mind popped there. Okay, so let's get back to Vicky. So what, what's Vicky's actual question here? So so we've we've established that, that you know, her, her best friend, you know, they used to hang out all the time. Now this girl is completely, can I call it codependent? Sure, I'd say codependent. Okay, and, you know, with her new girlfriend and it's past the point of new pussy because it's been how long? A year and a half? Yeah. So it's been, it's past the point of new pussy. So there's there's no excuse. So she can't make decisions. Like she can't decide, let's go out for dinner or anything like that on her own. She can't schedule. She can't make plans. And Vicky hardly ever sees her. And she misses and her best friend. And one more thing. And she misses her best friend. Right. But the, the other thing is when they get together and they can't go out to eat because you, you're doing the fucking vegan. But then she says that the lady is uh, very like uh, angry or know it all or something like that. She's just like, you know, the future ex-girlfriend is that way and so she says it's very hard for her to tolerate it if that makes sense nothing like a know-it-all lesbian i mean i live with one so girl i feel you i know what you're talking about i know but at least i'm at least i'm your wife yeah true i know you're the ball and chain so you don't yeah you don't go away okay so so okay myself as the better half okay so anyway you're better half so we've established yes i am the better half so anyway so we established that these this is julie's i mean vicky's situation with her friend julie Right. right Now what? Do we have advice for her? Or do we no, just... well, she wants to know because she says she, you know, she loves her friend, but she can't handle this anymore. And she doesn't know if she should talk to her friend about this situation. And yes. there's a couple of friends that are like this. So she's going to base it off of whatever we suggest, I would assume, with Julie and how she's going to parlay that into the other friends with their, you know, their crazy girlfriends. Well, yes, I think she should. But let me tell you, here's what's going to happen. So she's going to talk to her friend Julie and her friend Julie is going to be like, I don't know what you're talking about. You, what, what? That's crazy. Well, you know, if you don't like my girlfriend, then we can't be friends anymore. So that's what's going to happen. They're going to throw it back on Vicky. So look, I've been there too. So, you know, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, you're paranoid. Oh, you're just jealous because I have this great girlfriend and blah, 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 blah. So you know what you got to do? Talk to her. Let her be a bitch. Because you know what's going to happen? Eventually, Julie's going to break up with the girlfriend and this is what she's going to do. I don't understand why nobody told me that this chick was a controlling bitch. That's true, but I, I've done that. Now I'm, I'm, I've got questions because like my very first girlfriend, you know, years later on, we we're still talking at that time period, and this is what stopped us from talking and from being friends. The new girl that she was dating, Lisa, Lisa Trace is my uh, first uh, girlfriend that I ever had, and then she started dating this girl, Lisa, that was a lot older than Tracy because she liked older women other than me because she was older than I was, and Lisa was cheating on her and was fucking some chick that I worked with at the work and I had some form of loyalty which is a very foreign um, thing for some people and I told Tracy you know hey just so you know Lisa's you know fucking Selena and bragging about it all at work so yeah I thought you might want to know so of course Tracy went and talked to Lisa and Lisa lied and I don't know what she's talking about 
Since then, we weren't friends anymore. So if you're telling someone something that, that they don't want to hear, you're right that you may not be their friend and they might be angry at you. And you know what? They might, and, and Tracy and Lisa didn't last long and we're still not friends. I'm talking years later. So, I mean, the question is, is, is it worth your time and energy to talk about it? But what, what I would probably do is have it where you avoid it. You know, kind of like if you're going to go kiss this girl and she has a herpy lip, you know, herpy on her lip, and you decide you pull back, you're not going to kiss her, or you're going to go down on her and she's got the stinky snatch oleo, then you m- move away from that. You just don't do that. And then you just, you know, you just kind of avoid that. And that herpy lip, stinky snatch is Julie's future ex-girlfriend. So you could go do things with uh, Julie by herself and then just stay away from snatch oleo and herpy lip. But if she's not willing to separate at, at, at any point, then, you know, just, you know, just slowly stay away from that person and then it'll just smooth her over in time after they break up and then you just lost contact. And then you get back together because then, you know, Julie's going to contact you, Vicky, and then you can deal with it then. But if you do it now, I think that, you know, she's going to be angry at you because she'd have to protect her woman because you don't understand this is real love and we're going to get married when it becomes legal and whatever, you know, actually Canada, it's legal to get married. So we're going to go get married. We're going to invite you. We're going to have you as the best woman, but not so much anymore. Fuck you. And they end up having a divorce. So, I mean, it's better just to stay out of that and just kind of keep clear. Well, here's my advice to to uh, Vicky. Julie's a fucking cunt. Her girlfriend's a bigger cunt. Fuck her until she breaks up with the other cunt and then you can be friends again. But why would you want to be friends with a cunt? Well, she's just a cunt now. So it's not a real true cunt. Well, she's cunt enough because it's one brain. Does she have a tattoo that says cunt? If not, I'll pay for her to get one. Awesome. Bye. Bye. Bye.